I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News Update for Tuesday, November 29th. Members of the Quincy Police, T Police, and the DA's office joined community members for a safety panel yesterday, two weeks after a woman was kidnapped outside a train station and repeatedly raped by her abductor. The incident happened at the Wollaston Station during the early morning hours of November 12th. 26-year-old Christian Lynch of Quincy is behind bars, charged with rape, kidnapping, strangulation, and assault and battery on a person over 60. According to court documents, Lynch has also been charged with attempted kidnapping because prosecutors accused him of unsuccessfully trying to kidnap another Asian woman just 10 minutes earlier. At yesterday's forum, law enforcement leaders urged residents to speak up about any crime, but investigators especially want to speak to the first woman who escaped but did not call police. According to court documents, a 64-year-old woman was grabbed by a man just outside the doors to the T-station while she was on her way to work. Surveillance video showed a man placing both of his arms around the woman's torso, forcefully putting her in the back of a vehicle. A police officer said the video also showed the woman kicking her feet as she was being forced into the vehicle, which appeared to be an attempt to escape. According to the documents, the woman was handcuffed and beaten by a man who then placed duct tape around her head and mouth. The woman was then taken to the kidnapper's apartment and held there for 11 to 12 hours. She was raped, strangled, and sexually assaulted during that period of time and dropped off at the Westgate Mall in Brockton. Residents at yesterday's meeting questioned if the suspect was targeting Asian Americans. District Attorney Mike Morrissey said, If evidence is developed that rises to that level, it will be brought forward to the DA's office. Documents show Lynch was arrested for open and gross lewdness on October 20th, accused of exposing himself on a trail at Squaw Rock in Quincy. Residents at the meeting raised concerns that Lynch would be found innocent due to mental illness. After holding the community meeting with the T and the DA's office at the Asian American Service Association yesterday, members of the police held another meeting last night at the Quincy Housing Authority on Clay Street. Interpretation services were provided in Mandarin, Cantonese, and Vietnamese during last night's meeting. Police Chief Paul Keenan wanted to assure residents it is safe to come forward to report a crime and that no one will be asked about their immigration status. Keenan also said police will be stepping up patrols and planning to offer self-defense courses. Attorneys representing multiple victims of the Apple Store crash last week in Hingham are expected to announce legal action being taken during a news conference today. Nineteen people were hurt and a man was killed last Monday when an SUV plowed through the Apple Store at the Derby Street shops. The driver, identified as Bradley Ryan, has been charged with reckless homicide by motor vehicle. The man killed is identified as 65-year-old Kevin Bradley of New Jersey. Attorneys Doug Sheff and Kathy Jo Cook, who did not specify which victims they represent, said in a news release they will explain simply measures that could have been taken in order to prevent the horrific events during a news conference later today. They say many individuals and families have suffered irreparable physical, psychological, and financial damage as a result of the needless catastrophe. Lawyers representing the victims of the crash have not said who or what entities the litigation 
may be targeting the news conference scheduled for noon today. The issue of opioid abuse will be front and center in Quincy today when Governor Baker comes to the city to talk about how his administration has dealt with the epidemic over the past eight years. Baker, Lieutenant Governor Karen Polito, Attorney General Mara Healy, Health and Human Services Secretary Mary Lou Sutters, and other state and local officials will gather at the New Way Peer Recovery Center on Quincy Avenue at 10 o'clock this morning for a roundtable discussion about the Baker administration's efforts to confront the opioid epidemic and reduce the stigma around addiction and recovery. Members of the governor's 2015 opioid working group will also participate in the discussion. The New England Aquarium says it is treating a growing number of hypothermic sea turtles after warmer ocean temperatures delayed the start of the annual stranding season. According to the aquarium, the turtles began to strand on the Cape on November 18th. So far this season, aquarium staffers have treated 170 turtles, including 133 critically endangered Kemp's Ridley turtles and 37 green turtles. The aquarium says the number of annual cold-stunned sea turtle strandings in Massachusetts varies from year to year, but has steadily increased from around 50 in the year 2000 to more than 700 last year. Upon arrival at the Aquarium Sea Turtle Hospital at the Quincy Shipyard, the animals are evaluated through a physical exam, blood work, x-rays, and measurement of heart rate and respiratory rate. Many of them suffer from dehydration and hypothermia. Staff and volunteers from the Mass Audubon's Wellfleet Bay Wildlife Sanctuary have been walking the beaches in search of cold-stunned turtles and transporting the animals to the Aquarium Sea Turtle Hospital. They are treated for life-threatening medical conditions. The turtles are evaluated through a physical exam. The aquarium says many of the turtles suffer dehydration and pneumonia. Some stabilized turtles are taken to secondary rehabilitation facilities where they continue care before being released into the ocean. Volunteer pilots with the nonprofit organization Turtles Fly 2 began transport flights on Sunday, flying more than 40 turtles from the New England Aquarium and National Marine Life Center to the South Carolina Aquarium, Georgia Sea Turtle Center, and Atlantic Marine Conservation Society in New York. Another 12 turtles made their way to the Mystic Aquarium by ground transport last week. The aquarium announced plans to launch a Giving Tuesday campaign today to help support sea turtle rescue and rehabilitation with donations matched dollar for dollar. Check of business news this morning, and stocks were higher. The Dow was up six points. NASDAQ rose 41. S&P added seven. Asian shares also higher. The dollar fell. The euro is up. Oil at $77 a barrel. Sports Celtics beat Charlotte last night, 140-105. The Bruins host Tampa Bay tonight at 7. The National Weather Service forecast today, mostly sunny and a high 46. For tonight, cloudy, low 27. Tomorrow we have uh, some scattered showers, and the wind will pick up. High tomorrow, 58. Tomorrow night, wind and rain. Temperatures will drop to about 30, and then sunny and 43 for Thursday, sunny 46 on Friday. But the boater waves about a foot. North wind, 5 to 10 knots, becomes east later today. High tide, 3.30 p.m. Sunrise, 6.50, set at 4.13. 
Traffic note for River Bridge, scheduled to open today at 9.30 a.m. and tomorrow at 9 a.m. I'm Joe Catalano with the AM Quincy News Updates for Tuesday, November 29th.